It was fascinating to do research on the tradition of ashes. Because as you know, we're, we're going to go about it a little differently during this time because of the pandemic. And I found out that in the United States, in Africa, and parts of India, it is only those three countries that make the ashen cross on the forehead to add a dimension of witness to the Lenten uh, observance of Ash Wednesday. All the other countries have the tradition of sprinkling the ashes on top of the head, which is what we are going to do today. And in fact, that tradition is a little more biblical because we see this done at different moments in the scriptures. What do these ashes represent? First of all, they represent the humble acknowledgement of the mortality of our body, the shortness of life, the passing nature of this world as we know it, and therefore the, the urging to set our hearts on the things that are above and to long for our entrance into our heavenly homeland. Those ashes also represent humble repentance. No one needs to tell us. We all know this when we came in here this morning that we are sinners and that we need Jesus, our Savior. We live in a culture of indulgence, and you and I know how easy it is to make idols of the various good things that God has given to us, and that these can tether our hearts from flying freely in living for God and living generously and sacrificially for others. That time that we can give to prayer, that time that we give to charity can be consumed and wasted by the excessiveness of using the good things that God has given us. So we need detachment. We need self-discipline. We need temperance and moderation. I'm looking forward to this season of Lent because with you, I want to be free. I want to be free. I want to be free to give everything over to God and live for God alone. I want to be free to live more generously and sacrificially for others. And Jesus shows the way. When we look at the life of Jesus, he prayed, he fasted, and he lived a life of humble service. And this is the way for us. And we, we cannot pick and choose because we're disciples. He gives us three things. 
And we are asked to do all three, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And just one little exception there. Again, the fasting does not apply to little children. It does not apply to those uh, of frail health. And it doesn't apply to those who are frail in years. But it does apply to the rest of us. Notice where Jesus turns the focus in all three things. Where does he turn the focus? To the Father. To the Father. It's not about us. In fact, the goal of the Christian life is union with God. And these three things are what lead us to a greater union with the Heavenly Father. So when we pray during this Lenten season, what are we saying? God, here I am. I don't care what happens in this time of prayer. If it's dry, if it's dark, if it's distracting, I don't care. I am here because I love you, God. And therefore, here I am. I want to be with you. And that is enough. Fasting and other kinds of self-denial are simply ways of saying to God the Father, God, I love you more than any of these things. I love you more than food. I love you more than drink. I love you more than my TV or my cell phone or any of the pleasures and comforts of life. And God, I want to say this concretely by saying no to some of these things at different times. And I know, God, that if I say no to this, I'm saying yes to you and showing that I love you more than these things that I'm going to give up or deny myself during this Lent. Almsgiving is another way to say to God, I love you. God, you are pure spirit. I cannot see you. But boy, can I see my neighbor. <laughs> Lord, may the love that I want to show you help me to show that in the way that I love my neighbor. Help me to go the extra mile and not count the cost. Help me to forgive 70 times 7. Help me not to judge. Help me not to be critical. Give me a heart of compassion for the poor, the suffering, for the lost, for sinners like me. These are the three ways that we are going to enter into a deeper union with Jesus, with the Father. This is what's going to make us holy. And let us do this wholeheartedly with joy, not putting on a gloomy face, not complaining. Let us do this 
as Christians marching to glory, which is indeed what we're doing. This is what will make our heart more like God. Amen.